This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time for Nickel or Dime. Should you spend $500 or $1,000? Open up those wallets. We give you the answers on Nickel or Dime on BetQL Daily. Welcome back. BetQL Daily. Joe O, Joe G here. Next hour, Alex Smith. He is a co-host of the Ice Gods. We'll talk some Stanley Cup finals with him. We'll go prop shopping, lightning bets. But, yes, it is that time to play a little nickel or dime as we figure out where we would go based on, well, what was what is thrown at us. Let's uh, let's hear what, what do we have today for nickel or dime. So I've spent the uh, week brushing up on my reading skills after okay. the last performance. That wasn't so great. So You sound ready to go, Jake. Yeah, we're ready. You know, we, we read thoroughly the questions today, and we really worked with the uh, R&D team on this one. So uh, how do you, are there any transfer portal questions? Why do you got why? Like why I'm just, do you, I'm wondering why you gotta be like this? I'm wondering. It's, so it's, it's just not no. necessary. The Illini. See, I mentioned on Twitter yesterday a big thing in uh, my state is uh Joe G that you cannot bet on collegiate events involving Illinois teams. People were very upset last year. We had Illinois against Loyola in March of Madness, and yeah. you couldn't bet on it. Why is that? It's just legislation issues. Don't oh, oh, okay. Politics. I mean, just <laughs> they get very mad at me. I, I find it humorous. But I pointed out like I don't even want to bet on Illinois anymore. They're going to be so bad. Terrible. Come on. What's up, Jake? Bad is like... Back to mediocrity. Okay, fine. Mediocrity is probably correct, (laughs) but not bad. 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 And then Eli had to tweet the Purdue gif. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah. Remember when you guys were the one seed last year and you were the first one to lose? That's fun. Again, (laughs) why? Like it's not necessary. Why do you... You're going to throw Jake off here as he tries. I mean, oh. the R&D team worked on these nickel or dime questions. I'm trying to. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. You're trying time. to raise my blood pressure, Joe, and it's working. <laughs> anyway, I will not get upset about Illinois sports. Question one. Would you rather go a nickel on one of these Euro underdogs? Belgium at plus 700, Denmark at plus 1,000, Czech Republic at 25 to 1, or Ukraine at 33 to 1? So you could pick one of those for 500 for a nickel or a dime I'm one of the favorites. England at plus 205, Spain at plus 320, or Italy at plus 370. I like this one. I will go with the nickel on the dogs. I I, I know there's some overwhelming favorites in this thing, and but we already had some surprises here in the Euros. I, I will go with the nickel. I get four shots at an underdog here, and depending on which one you know plays out, Belgium, obviously 7-1 is, is the, the, the best idea. So technically you're supposed to pick one, but... Okay, can't so I just, just pick can't one. Can't make your own rules here, oh, Joji. Yeah. You, you don't get them all. I know. That's what I was thinking. I get all <laughs> the not dogs. The f- not a field bet. All right, I'll take Belgium seven to one oh. plus five hundred. That's my pick. 
I'm groaning because you you took my pick. I liked Belgium at the start of the tournament when they were seven to one. And then it looked like, oh wait, their path is going to be very challenging. But it's not as tough as we thought after the chaos that we saw in the round of sixteen. But I, I'd still go Neko Belgium at plus seven hundred. I'm not going to go dime on one of these favorites with what we just witnessed in the round of sixteen. And it's tough. They're a dog today against Italy and uh if they want to be the champs they're going to earn it there won't be any any questions about their path but uh just with the high end talent that they have I'll go with Belgium I thought Michael Leboff uh brought up a good point the other day on the show when he said hey you know what they're not going to win it but you can make a case that there's still value on Czech Republic they're on the easy side of the bracket they're 25 to 1 and they're going up against Denmark you advance past that round, and uh, now you're going against the winner of Ukraine and England, so they could be in the title match. Uh, so there is still some value on the board, according to some, but I would go nickel Belgium as well. Yeah, and quickly here, that's on me. The R&D team did put in uh, on our, our Google Doc that we, we share here, pick one in bold letters. And I and, and it, it was mentioned on the call. Too. Yes, I, I, just, <laughs> I, I ignored every call to pick one, and I was, I was just doing my own thing there. We respect it. Just going off, going off your own script. We yep. love it. Question two: Would you rather go a nickel on the Nets to win the NL East currently at plus six fifty, or a thousand on the Padres at plus two seventy to win the NL West? Wow. Um, now they're both different but similar in that they have. There's a bunch of teams in the mix with them. Now the Padres there are, are with a bunch better of teams. teams. People forget that. Yes, there are. <laughs> it's not just it's not just a, a, a race of two with either of them. They're they're and they're in a race. I would say the. The NL East is three. I'm removing the Phillies. They're out. It's a three-team race. It's Braves, it's it's Mets, and it's it's Nationals. And the West is a better race, but it's the same thing. It's the, it's the Dodgers, it's the Giants, it's the Padres. Joe, I'm going to go with the Nationals here. And I can't believe I did it. I would say this a couple weeks ago. I, I, I didn't believe in them, but I don't believe in the Mets. I don't think they're that good. I think DeGrom just carries them for what they are. And really, without him, they're a 5 team. If he goes down again with an injury, anyone could win this division. I'll take the nickel on the Nats to win the NL East because the Padres have to jump two really good team, really good teams. Nationals don't have to do that. Yeah, um, I, I understand why uh, you go with the Nationals. Situations have changed quickly, so all of a sudden they might not be sellers here. Uh, Padres got on my radar yesterday when we uh, spoke with Sean Zarillo. Something I didn't really think about. That yeah, I mean they they were the heavy favorite you know, right there with the Dodgers neck and neck coming into the season. And if the Giants are going to fall off here moving forward, even though it's been an impressive three-month run, uh, that there is some value at nearly three to one with the San Diego Padres. So I'm going to go with the Padres uh, to win the NL West. Dime on them at plus 270. And they have one nine out of 10, so they're hot right now. Future Washington National Chris Bryant. So I'm taking them, not that anyone cares. Oh, reuniting with Schwarbs, huh? And Lester. And Lester, yeah. That, that would, that's that's a brand. good spot for him. And they were rumored to get him a year ago. That's an interesting spot. That lineup would be disgusting. Juan Soto and Chris Bryant together would be <laughs> yeah. so gross in the best way. Trey yeah. Turner would score so many runs. Jeez. All right, sticking with this theme of the division races, would you rather go a nickel on the Cleveland Indians at plus 400 to win the AL Central or a dime on the Brewers minus 400 to win the NL Central? I'm going dime on the Brewers. I, I think this thing might be a wrap in the NL Central, especially if the next two weeks, if, if things keep trending in this direction, we were talking earlier about maybe the Cubs just punting and selling. I mean, we might be in a situation where the Brewers win this because no one else is trying. Then the Cardinals, as, as we've talked about, Jake, here aren't good. 
Uh, the the Cubs might sell Chris Bryant or somebody I no- else. I notice I'm getting bullied for my teams a lot today. <laughs> There's a theme that is recurring here. Well, we're just trying to make sure everyone knows the reality of this division, and that is that it might just be the Brewers. They might just win this thing by accident because no one else is trying, and they're good. I, I believe in them, and I just I can't back the Indians in a division that has the White Sox. The Brewers might be the only team that buys in the National League Central. Yeah, and, by default. And I, w- I don't even know that I would blame the four other teams if they think, okay, it's also about beyond the National League Central. Do we have a chance to take down the Giants, Dodgers, or Padres in the postseason? Uh, probably not. You're not even close to that level right now. Crazy things do happen in baseball, but I'm with you. I would go with the Brewers. How, what's the case for the Indians? They're now five games back. It was looking like there was a crack for them, and now the White Sox are, pl- are back to playing good baseball. But, man, the injuries keep piling up. Mankata goes down yesterday with a hand injury. And with all that said, all these injuries this season for the White Sox, still right there, and they're going to get healthy over the last couple months of the season think they'll add a little bit uh, to fill out some holes, maybe corner outfield spots, uh, an extra bat for the lineup at the deadline. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going with the Indians at 4-1. to one. I'll go with Milwaukee. To the NFL, would you rather go a nickel on Justin Fields, plus 700 to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, or a dime, $1,000 on Dak Prescott, plus 175 to win Comeback Player of the Year? I'll go dime Dak. You know, we mentioned it yesterday. It's he's the story. He plays for the Cowboys. He was off to an incredible start last year before the injury. I do worry that he's not going to be quite the same right away. But I mean, it's such a large. We did this earlier. We did the offensive rookie of the year breakdown earlier. It's such a large field. No pun intended that Justin Fields has to play in among these candidates. And he's not starting from day one. And I know Joe's going to lose his mind if it's week two or three and it's Andy Dalton out there. But here's the reality. It's tough for me to back offensive rookie of the year right now when I know the guy's not going to start the year. I, I mean, I know he's going to play, and he's going to probably play sooner than later, but Trevor Lawrence is going to play. The running backs are going to play. The wide receivers are going to play. If Justin Fields takes three weeks to get out there, that hurts. I, I will go Dak. I think he's he's the story. It, it, that's the big story with Justin Fields. When is he going to get on the field? But I'm I'm honestly not that concerned about it. Because I know enough about Matt Nagy. I've been watching him for a number of years. He won't be able to help himself. And we have enough of a sample size on Andy Dalton. We know what he is. They're going to have two brand new tackles on that offensive line. The quarterback is going to need to make plays. And we're not even at camp yet. But when we get there in three-plus weeks, and I don't care what Matt Nagy is saying, I don't care what the Bears' Twitter account is saying, when, when he's watching every day in practice, the better option, the better quarterback, is a guy that just joined the team that is uh, making that leap into the NFL. He's not going to be able to help himself maybe a week or two, but that's about it. He's going to have to make the move. He benched Mitchell Trubisky last year before Trubisky lost a game. In the middle of the Falcons game, he benched him. He didn't want any more of it. So it doesn't even need to be the Bears go one and two, one and three over the first first month. He knows Fields is the better option. The only question is the timing. How have those conversations gone on behind the scenes? But I'll tell you right now, Matt Nagy has more power than the general manager, Ryan Pace. So I, I think Fields, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to start 14, 15 games. So you're not worried about QB1 out of the Bears Twitter account? Not on your radar? No, I've seen enough. I'm just fine. And if the players start chirping, if A-Rob, who they want to keep long-term, is like, hey, why aren't we playing the better quarterback after losing a game? Could push Nagy. All right, quickly here, running up against, would you rather go 500 on Zach Taylor, 40 to 1, to win Coach of the Year, 
or a thousand on JC Horn, 14 to one to win defensive rookie of the year? This is a hard one. It's tough to drop a thousand on one defensive rookie. I'll go Zach Taylor. Why not? Joe Burrow has a big year. The Bengals are the surprise. He's a McVay guy, so he gets extra votes for that. Zach Taylor, coach of the year. You laughed at me when I said Zach Taylor. I know, other- but, but, <laughs> but this is a very small, well, that's against every other coach. This is a very specific question. I, I got to go Zach Taylor. It's going to be tough for them to win that division. Yeah. But could he get it if they finish in second place in that division? Yeah, because it's the Bengals. Like last year with Stefanski, because it's the Browns. You get extra credit if you win with the Bengals. Yeah. Like yeah, every yeah. win counts as a win and a half. That's the way it should. <laughs> if you get double-digit wins, you don't have to win the division for him to be coach of the year. It's, boy, it's kind of vomited just saying Zach Taylor, coach of the year, though. <laughs> like, the guy should be fired based off his record so far. I feel like I've never even heard him talk. You know I, have Zach sounds I like? have it. I have no idea what he sounds like. You know what? We just both put money on him to win the. Uh, <laughs> you got it. The year. You got it. No Joey Chestnut uh, wagers. Seventy-five. Would you go over under? Was it seventy-three and a half? Seventy-three and a half. <laughs> Minus one fifty on the over because you just got to bet the over. Oh, he's hitting seventy-five yeah. this weekend. I'm going over. That is a clear over. On the other side, we're gonna go prop shopping here. Talk about all the games and set up the NBA and maybe even a little Joey Chestnuts as we get close to July 4th. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network.